Yo, hello, what is going on? You are listening to Jed Banger's Ball. I am your host, Jed Mayhew. Ah, for fuck's sake, Dean's calling me. Hold on, I'm going to put him on the air, right? And he called me right in the middle of that goddamn intro. Hello? Hey, is this the uh, Big Green Boy? <laughs> big Green Boy? Big Green Boy. Oh, the Groom Boy? Groom Boy. Oh, you know, I'm I'm recording the podcast right now, so I have you on speakerphone, so you're like literally... You just told everybody on the podcast that I'm getting married. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah, it's not live or anything. I can edit this out, but I won't because okay. that takes too much work. What's what's going on? Uh, should I call you back? No. Um, well, I want to know when I should come down. When? For your for your big day, yeah. Uh, uh, do you need any help? Uh, probably. We're probably going to need a lot uh, of help. I'm going to need you to uh, kidnap me and drive me to Mexico or something like that. Because <laughs> um, I would probably come down on a Friday. Because uh, it's going to be Saturday. What's that? It's going to be Saturday, so you can come down on Friday. I could, unless you need me to, needed any help, do any errands or whatever. No, nah, man, whatever the fuck's easiest for you. I was just uh, making sure, and I uh, thought if uh, I'd throw it out there in case you were like, "Oh, dude, you know, I have you know, I have this thing to pick up, you know, and it was going to be a pain, pain in the balls, and I would have the time to do it, and I would just go do it." Well, I appreciate that, but I, I think we're going to be fine. We're trying to keep things as like, God damn it, Instagram. Uh, we're trying to keep things as like as little like I have to pick shit up as possible kind of vibes, you know? Yeah, motherfucker, Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Instagram. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> um, Social media okay, in well, general. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I thought I would just check in. And uh, What's and going we, on with you? How the fuck is everything with you? I think it's good. Um, I, I was out at the... So you were... How did you know that I was uh, in um, uh, Raleigh? Fucking Instagram, dog. Oh, did I do that? Okay, maybe I did do that. Yeah. Uh, who was your buddy there? Uh, the guy, uh, Daniel, from that record label, uh, Riding Easy. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I kind of looked it up, and it looked like a, like a hard rock sort of metal label or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know it. I wasn't familiar. Yeah, yeah. No, you're outing everything uh, now. You're, you're giving away all of my announcements on one <laughs> phone call. <laughs> you just edit this out. Uh, um, cool. Yeah, I, I meant to uh, get back to him, but I was, uh, uh, well, I, well, I got the text, it was during a day party, and I got drunk, and I went home, and I took a nap, and uh, then I forgot all about it, so, yeah, anyways. You didn't even need, I knew that's what happened, you didn't even need to tell me that. No, no, he's a cool guy. I just realized I was talking to him on the phone, and he was like, "Yo, I'm in this music festival in Raleigh," and I was like, "Oh, my buddy Dean's down there. I'll just, I'll just send you guys a text right now, and you, if you guys can hook up, you know." But you know, shit happens. I get it. Yeah, great. Too bad. I would have, uh, I would have, I would have. I meant to hit him up when I got out of that party, but it's you're an alcoholic. It's ha- shit happens, you know. <laughs> um. Well, cool. Um, this is the first time anyone's called in on the podcast, so it's good for that. 
Charlie, you want to talk on Jen's podcast? We just I just t- tuned into it. Wait, who? Who? <laughs> Carly. Oh, Carly. Carly Star. Yeah. Oh yeah, just yeah, let's Carly just Star. fucking uh, pass it around the office there. Okay, Charlie, you want to talk to Jen? On this? She won't do it. Oh, uh, typical Carly Star move. Wait, does she not want to talk to me in general, or does she not want to talk on the podcast? It just, I think it's just a podcast snub. Oh, okay. That's it's not fine. A, it's, not a, it's not a general snub. She'd probably talk to you some, she'd probably talk to you some other kind. That's fine. Yeah, she says hello. She okay, says hello. good. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, she hates your podcast. She thinks it stinks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next caller, please. Terre Haute, Indiana. You're on the air. You're fucking okay. up my intro well, here. Uh, cool. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, to the get together. Yeah, you guys can stay here with us. That's awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. If you if if, if you have somebody that uh, you know, some even older person that wants to needs a place to stay or something, you know. I think the only older people would be like my parents. You know, the only people that yeah, you know, <laughs> they they have a place. <laughs> No, they have a place. They have a place. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we'll come uh, party with you whippersnappers then. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think Tom and Kevin are coming, so it's going to be a whole menagerie of just reprobates. <laughs> cool. Um, I, I looked up the uh, the address, and it looks like it's going to be in a pretty uh, nice location and stuff. So is is, is it a is it a sort of? It's, I mean, it, it's just dress up like you 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 were going to a, a wedding, I guess. Uh, dress like you're flying in coach. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. Yeah. I think I got it. Or business casual, whatever that is. Business coach. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. One like All one right. step up from like what you're wearing right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dean, you're going to uh, like the way you look. Trust me. Why don't you, why don't, I'm going to send you my measurements and then you just get me something I'll pay back. All right, cool. There's a place here called okay. the Stock Room that's, uh, it's just like, you know, light bondage. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. Okay, well, uh, cool. I'm, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you here soon. I'm stoked to see it. See you, bud. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dean Whitmore, uh, one of my best buddies from, uh, or my best buddy from from when I worked in Seattle, when I lived in Seattle. Uh, And he uh, called in to uh, tell everybody that we're getting married, uh, Jess and I. So there you go. Um, I'm not going to talk about that anymore right now. Um, Today's guest is Chad Yubovic from meat bodies and fuzz um and this is actually his second time on the show uh as uh I'm, as um well here's the thing he was on the show one of the early early episodes and like he he's gone through some shit as we all have um and i've seen him a few times over the years since the first episode you know and 
uh, we've hung out and we've talked on text and I reached out to him because I wanted to ask him about maybe doing some recording on this next Zigzags album that we're working on. That'll be announced here soon. Um, and when we got to talking, we were kind of like, oh man, we should do the podcast again, you know? And I, I just wanted to check in with him as, you know, things happen and things have happened to me. Things have happened to you. Everybody changes, you know, we're all constantly changing. We're growing. We're, we're doing different things. We aren't who we were a couple of years ago. And so I just wanted to check in with him and I thought it'd you know, be interesting to talk to him, uh, and, and see what, what was going on with him after having, not done the podcast in a few years and that's a fucking really weird way of saying it. i'm a little flustered i think from that phone call with dean um but this has one of my favorite uh this was one of the my favorite interviews uh re- recently just because of uh i wanted to try we tried to we tried to go a little deeper you know um and we tried to go a little deeper into someone's current sort of state versus kind of the history of of the per, of of the person or the guest or whatever what 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 you want to call them, um, but yeah. So uh, we're going to get to that in one second, and I just wanted to say um, that if you are enjoying the podcast, I don't know what episode this is. It's maybe it's like uh, episode forty five or something like that. But I'm figuring things out here, you know. And and to do these things, it it, it takes uh, it takes time and it takes a little bit of money and things like that. So I'd like to keep doing them as much as possible. And I have a bunch of people lined up, um, but I don't get to do them as often as I'd like. And I don't get to get them up there as consistently as I'd like to do because I'm doing other shit. And you know what I was doing today? I was painting and what I was, wasn't painting a painting or I wasn't painting a fucking mural. Not that I could do those things even if I wanted to, but I was painting the wall of a building because I needed to work because I needed to get some money. And, you know, I, I, I was in, a, I've been in some commercials. I've been in some feature films. I've been, you know, on stage in various countries. I've sold a pretty good amount of records. I've licensed some music here and there, but, uh, you know, living in LA, it's not cheap. Um, so, uh, uh, if you want to, this is what I suggest for the time being, I'm going to try to set things up, here a little bit easier uh for people um if they if they'd like to do if they'd like to donate or if they'd like to help out with the show and i would like love to get some advertising or whatever but if you want to for just for now if you can uh you can send us a little bit of money for jed bangers ball at paypal.me forward slash zigzags and that's you know that's the band's uh paypal and z-i-g-z-a-g-s and that's paypal.me forward slash zigzags or you could venmo me some money at jed dash mayhew that's m-a-h-e-u or if you want to just get some merch or something go to zigzags.bandcamp.com and get a t-shirt or record or what have you and uh you can always like if if the t-shirt or the cd or whatever the fuck is like five bucks or ten bucks on there you can pay more if you want if you want to if you want to get a cd that's ten bucks you can pay 15 for it or whatever you want to do anyways I don't like asking for money. I've never been big into this like Kickstarter thing or the GoFundMe thing or any of that shit. And I've actually seen some fucking losers that said they couldn't uh, pay their rent or whatever because they were freelancers. And so they had like a GoFundMe thing. And I think, go fuck you. You know, that's what I say. Anyways, if you want to help out, though, I appreciate it. And let's talk to Chad Yubovich of Meat Bodies and Fuzz. Yeah.
So, uh, oh yeah, shit, I got I got I did write some questions for you, even though I like. Oh, sick. I have no idea what the fuck. So, what the fuck happened to you? What do you mean? let you talk okay elaborate <laughs> me what what since this, <laughs> since the last what is time. this referring to <laughs> <laughs> everything okay since the last time since the last time you were on you're the first time yeah. I've, you're the first uh repeat guests on the show on the, on oh, the show sick. yeah this is you this rules so i'm gonna let you talk i'm so stoked on that. <laughs> um what the fuck happened to me yeah <laughs> Okay, as in terms with what? Because, I mean, there's <laughs> there's so much to say. But as in terms of what? Uh, you know, your your look, your, okay. uh, your, uh, uh, your uh, sobriety. Okay. Your, uh, <laughs> um, your, your, like, musical mm-hmm. output or, or... Lack of. Lack thereof or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, start okay. at the beginning. <laughs> start at the beginning. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's see. Last, last Meat Bodies. Last Meat Bodies tour was about a year ago to now. Yeah. Around now. <laughs> was it was it like a U.S. tour? It was the last tour was a was a um. Euro tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. It was a Euro, Euro This was after tour. the second album came out. Second album came out. Mm-hmm. Alice. Alice. Right. Okay. Yeah. Alice How came the fuck out. Do I know this shit? I got good memory. Yeah, you're just a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> I have it here somewhere. <laughs> um, Alice came out, and we did the Euro tour, and, uh, yeah. Honestly, I just kind of like, I kind of had just like a big. Little breakdown, big little breakdown on tour. No, oh, right okay. after. Gotcha. I mean, maybe I'm. I'm sure. It was I'm brewing. sure my bandmates would say something else. <laughs> maybe they were like, "Yeah, we knew." <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, I kind of just like, yeah, I needed to. Everything was just like too much. Right. How many I, dates were the? How many dates were you on tour there for? Well, that's the thing. We yeah. were on tour straight for like close to seven, eight months. Right. Okay. Because um, we we made Alice, and then it took a year to come out. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like. Why did it take a year? There was like go backs. We were we would send it out, and then like. Uh, something would come back like, oh, we need to fix this. Oh, can you fix this? Oh, and then like, I think we changed a song. Who was telling you to fix it? Um, Through the label? Uh, yeah, it was the label. No, no, no. First it was like the mastering guy. Oh, okay. It was like, oh, we can't fit this on. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So for... it was like the recording itself was technically not. Right. Okay. It was like, he was like, I really want to do this hi-fi um but it can't really fit on on the record. Uh, can you take a song out? Gotcha. And I was like, okay. So then that was like a whole process trying to figure out like 
what we're going to take out, what we're not. Was the recording too long? It was too... I I guess I recorded it like with too much fidelity. Oh, okay. <laughs> something like that. So that it was for like... For vinyl. For vinyl. Right. And so he was like, we can keep it the same for digital, but for vinyl... Gotcha. We should... I don't want to squash it down to make it sound bad. Right. So do you want to take a song out? Whatever. So that was the whole process. And then there was like another thing where we wanted to change a song. And then finally when that was done, it like took even longer for it to come out again. So in total, like just, just to come out, we like waited a year. Yeah. And that'll, Um, that'll drag you. That'll like uh, wear you down. Yeah. And then physically and mentally. Even with that, like once that was out, it was like we couldn't tour it right away. Like all because of a sudden, of band members or no, it was like something with booking and mm. dates. I'm trying to remember. Well, this everything so gets everything gets so booked far in advance now. Yeah, which it's like you know, the fucking dogs are going to be all over. <laughs> um, <laughs> Doggies. Uh, you know when I when I was first kind of like playing in bands like in in not like real bands or not even real bands but playing a lot of shows like about 20 years ago Mm -hmm. it was like it you booked shit like a month in advance you know there wasn't you know what i mean (laughs) awesome it was just sort of like okay it's september like we should do the next show like a month from now in like right in october and everyone was just like, okay, cool. And that's that was kind of fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if you were going on a tour or something, you booked it like a couple months in May. But now it's like, people are doing shit like six months out and stuff, and it's just crazy. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so to be like, okay, cool, now we have this record, now we have to wait a year on this record to come out, and then by the time, even when you know it's coming out, then you're going to have to wait however fucking long before the booking that, agents... That's what happened. Yeah. we It came out, and then I it was like, it. no, 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 we... We can set you up with the like this like thrown together tour, and then we can set you up with like a uh, like a bigger tour. Like, but that's not going to be like for seven months. Right? It's like, Whoa. Okay. So I have to wait seven more months to do this thing. Like, I've been prepping for this. You know, like yeah, we had this whole idea with like wanting to do like this cool show. You know, with like black lights and like. You know, it was like a whole theme. Like the mm-hmm. Alice thing was like a whole theme. Right. So by the time we got finally like the green light to go ahead and tour, we were just like, we need to tour this thing heavy, nonstop. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it was like combined with that, a West Coast and a European tour, it kind of totaled out to like seven months, something like that. That's a lot. That's a lot. So I think I kind of just got... I just I got home and it was like I think I was looking at like wow I it was it was almost like I was looking at like 2 years of work that was just over now <laughs> yeah. and now I had nothing to do right. you know and I had nothing I had nothing prepared I had no new songs like nothing like that right I mean I I did no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't at all. I just was like I had everything that I everything was put into the Alice thing. Um and at the same time I think I was going it was like 
a prolonged like two year breakup kind of thing. And that was like, that kind of was like hitting right then as I got home too. So two year breakup with your girlfriend. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Or like it, it was kind of like, yeah, it was this like prolonged thing. Mm-hmm. And so I just decided like, not decided. It was just like <laughs> the world decided for you. Yeah, yeah. The, like the proverbial like artist breakdown thing. Uh-huh. You know, like it just happened. It was yeah. just like, oh, I'm not going to leave the house for like two months. Oh, okay, then after those two months, I'm not going to leave the house for another two months. You know, and then like, and then I started writing. You know, and like I started writing. Uh, about like, you know, I started kind of writing like stuff involving what was happening with me, you know, like emotionally and like everything that had, had been happening. And then, and then I just kind of wanted to still be away. I don't know. I didn't really want to like jump back into the like, yeah, like I'm going to, do this and record this and whatever. I really just wanted to like take time. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, if this is going to take time for me to put out anyways, a year, two years, you know, like I want it to be something that like, I'm actually like, I can stand behind and I'm like super down with. Yeah. Um, and however long that takes, like whatever, like, which it kind of, that's kind of, it's, that's funny. That's kind of that's kind of an old school approach to things, but w- with some of like your friends and some of some of the like contemporaries, like there's this thing of like this constant output of music. You know, it's like you look at like Ty or something, and it's just like and Dwyer, and it's just like this thing that just is con- constantly constant, right. And I mean, there are psychos. <laughs> Like, yeah, like that no. makes sense that they do that because they're psychos and they can't. That's, the, that's so sick. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's remarkable and it's, you know, and, and they can do it and, and get away with it and, and it, and it's working, but mm-hmm. it's like, I think it's a, it's like a looking yeah. at it. It's like looking at a supermodel and then thinking like, you're going to like get in shape and go walk on a runway. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, they're music shaming you. <laughs> stop music shaming me stop so <laughs> how do you feel about the alice record though like well i think that's the thing is like alice i really like the alice album i know a lot of people that like it um but i know a lot of people that don't like it you know and i think also like getting a bad review like we got a bad review in pitchfork for that album mm. and that kind of was like huh like made me think like i was like oh well that's you know what i think with alice i think i was trying like i wanted to do something big like i wanted to do songs that i really pushed for and like thought about i didn't want to just be like jutting out rock and roll you know i really wanted to like you know put time and stuff into it but i also same thing like i wanted to still do the like we need to get this out yeah. Well, that's the, that's the, that's sort of the difficulty of like today's sort of music scene is that, uh, what 
even when you want to do something big and you do something big and you accomplish something big, regardless of the review or whatever, mm-hmm. the the attention span for everything is so short that oh, right. that it, maybe it doesn't even matter that you spend a year on this thing because yeah. all people see it is is the 40 minutes it takes them to listen to it right. once totally. versus... And and maybe if it really connects with them, they're going to listen to it m- more. But a lot of people are listening to things now just on like Spotify and these things where they're just hearing like almost like mixtapes of things that they like or totally yeah yeah you know totally. um, I have to even myself I have to really uh, try to listen to like a album uh, <clears throat> from the start to the finish now and for the most part I I only listen to records kind of by my friends now out mm-hmm. of like just out of like trying to be friends with people versus right. if i hear like something that's <laughs> new and good it's going to take me a really long time to get to it but if it's someone that i know put out the record then i'll try to make sure to listen to that right as soon as possible because yeah. if i don't i'm going to forget it you know right so i don't remember and the problem with the pitchfork thing is that it's it's like you get one bad review but that's the only place that anyone's really reviewing anything that anyone's yeah. paying attention to right like well I don't think many people care about Pitchfork that much anymore. I don't think they care about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they. I don't think they take. They care about it, but I don't know if they. In our world, if we take it seriously, yeah, you know, definitely in like earlier two thousands, sure, like a thing, you know, sure, sure. Pitchfork says your album's good. You're gonna be getting this deal or that deal, right? I mean, I guess now it's more about like if it's you send it directly to your Instagram people or whatever and right. they, they decide, you know. I don't even know what it is now. Yeah, yeah, Instagram people. Yeah, I guess it is. Now it's like how cool do you look on Instagram? Well, I, I mean more of that it's just yeah. like you have your own little your little world that you're that you exist in and those are the people that are if they're following you hopefully they're gonna oh, buy right. the record and yeah. you know i mean totally. i i guess what i guess why i wanted to talk to you again like was because i saw on your instagram stories when you were like doing the like I, everyone was doing it all of a sudden i don't know why because i'm not that good at or savvy <laughs> but there's a a week where everyone was like, ask me a question. Oh, right. Yeah. Was it like, ask me questions. was it national ask me a question week or something was going right, on? Yeah, but yeah. I saw yours and you had like a million questions. There's a lot of questions. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, I just bring him on here and he can just answer them all at once. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so you're, you're, you're in your house. You're in, okay. the, you're in the throes of it. You're painting your nails black. <laughs> well, I mean, the nails have always been black. Okay. But... Yeah, it, let's just say they're black again. Okay. So, <laughs> the the nails frequent with colors. So, um, right, well, actually, during this breakdown, nails were clean. Right. No, you know, mm-hmm. no colors on the nails. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, during the breakdown. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just walk like cleansed the whole thing. I was cleansing. Yeah. The resetting. I don't know. I I really wanted. You know. I think my approach was. I liked the Alice album, but I also, I didn't want to feel like I was putting something out for the sake of putting it out. Right. I wanted to put out the next thing that I I ever wanted to put out. If I, I was like, I was questioning like, am I going to ever put anything out ever again? I don't know. Um, but if I do, I definitely want to do it. Not just for like rock and roll's sake. I don't want to do this like you were saying, like attention span. I don't feel like people have this like 
attention span. I feel like most of like, you know, when it comes to like my field or the rock and roll world, I think it's so small. There's not many people that, you know, like are still into rock and roll anymore. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the, the crowd for rock and roll mostly is just kind of like people sitting down, listening to things like trying to hear something that reminds them of something else at Mm -hmm. a different time. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like, Oh, this sounds cool. This reminds me of this. Yeah. I mean, I think my whole, (laughs) my whole band and everything that I do is, is like a tribute to my like, 13 year old self or even up to or from like eight to like 18 basically that's like what i'm like i mean that's who i'm writing for right you know yeah yeah because if i wrote for myself now it's like it would be about like going to home depot on the weekends and like what's on netflix or something like that you know what i mean (laughs) i mean it's the same thing and like any any like any artist now is going to be is going to be doing exactly this because we are the art that we live in right now is is kind of like it's all uh like tributes mm-hmm. you know like it's all just kind of like representing other art right we live in this generation right now we're like we're not really like making anything brand new mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i think some people are but i think it's in a different right. it's right. it's yeah. in like a it's in like a tech right world though it's in it's in like a weird abstract sort of i mean i just listened to that elon musk podcast with joe rogan you know (laughs) okay i haven't heard it yet the weed smoking one yeah i mean that's that's but but that well we'll get to that that's what everyone (laughs) says is that he smoked weed or whatever you know which i think is ridiculous because we live in fucking california and people hand you weed on the street now you know like Okay, so the fucking dude he goes to Coachella and smokes weed. Like, of right. course, that's what people it's legal. do. Yeah, it's legal, and that's what it's like. Two men sharing a bear, a beer over a, po- <laughs> a bear, a bear, a bear, <laughs> sharing a bear. Um, but uh, but what I'm saying is that the the new stuff is coming through uh this technology uh-huh. and computers and AI and all these sorts of. That's where the new shit is. It's totally. not coming from guitars. No, that's a fucking. Yeah. A two hundred year old piece of wood with like wires <laughs> attached. You know what I mean? Like, totally. It's that's not where totally it's coming totally. from. Totally not. Um, so you know, you have to find, you have to find that reason. Why? Why are we doing this? Of course. You know. Of course. I mean, we do it because we have to. Yeah. You know, we do it because there's no other reason. Like, I mean. Yeah, even if I didn't want to do this, which I didn't want to. Anymore. Well, that's what you I'm saying here, is you yeah, felt I'm like still, you had to. I, yeah. And maybe that's right. part of the pressure is like feeling like you had to do it. You, yeah. Like you just spent two years doing it. And then as soon as you did it, you're like, okay, now I have to do this again. Right. And then what the fuck? You either right. you either do it or you fucking yeah. like pull the blinds down. I think what it, where it just sat with me was like, if I'm going to do this again, I'm going to like want to do something. If I'm going to like tour this for seven months next time. Right. I'm going to want to tour this for seven months with songs that I'm like so stoked just to play every night, you know. And I also wanted to start making music that like I feel like maybe could. I think what's still not dated, what like doesn't date you is 
making music that can reach out to other people. You know what I mean? Like dreaming, dreaming up music that can like change people's lives in a way, you know, that kind of like, I know it sounds so cliche, but you know, I still believe, I, I think I believe in that wholly with like, just kind of like, okay, here's some rock and roll now. I just, instead I want to like, I want to hear, cause like I would hear it like on tour, like I, kids would come up to me like, Oh dude, your album, blah, blah, blah helped me when I was working at blah, 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 sure. you know? And, yeah. And like, I've had people come up and say it's like I got in a motorcycle accident. I was in a coma. And then like I was thinking about your song while I was in a coma. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. And when I broke out of the coma, like that was the first thing that was going through my mind was this song. Damn. You know, like that's fucked up. Like, you know, and it's like and it's a song that was written about like a weird horror movie from the 70s or something. You know, (laughs) like it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. So I know what you mean. Right, yeah. I mean, I just wanted to, like, you know, I was going through a hard time, and... But what were you doing on tour, though? Like, you were drinking too much, or what? You were smoking weed? You were, like, fucking... Oh, I mean... All of it? On tour, during that tour, I was, like, trying to cut back, but I mean, like, yeah, slowly at the end, you know, it's just, like, basically, I mean, I've been partying (laughs) since... (laughs) I was like 23, Uh you know, that's not that long. Yeah. 23. Yeah. Since you were legal to party. Yeah. But like, you know, just like partying hard partying. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyday partying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But then like slowly it would just like turn into like, instead of doing drugs, you know, it's just being like high all day. Right. You know, high every day all day. And I still don't like see any problem with that. Like for people like. Get high, fucking do drugs, whatever. I don't care. Sure. But, like, I'm not going to be one of those people. But definitely, I think it was a cultivation of things. It was going on tour for so long, coming back, having this little, like, breakdown thing, not not knowing if I ever wanted to do it again, going through, like, a breakup, going through, like, then then, like, turning 30. That was another one turning 30 and then waking up, you know, like a couple days before you turn 30 and no, 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 not a couple days. I guess like a couple weeks before you turn 30 and like you're throwing up on the ground and like your roommates are like, why is the rug smell? Like, yeah. Oh, I guess I have to throw away this rug. And then it's like, why am I, what am I doing? Yeah. I remember why am I doing this much drugs. Why am I, <laughs> <laughs> why am I doing this much? <laughs> I remember, uh, uh, we played a show in San Francisco with you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and look. Holy shit. And I'll, I'll tell you like a story about okay. me or whatever, just to, right. you know, even things out. I'm not, you know, but I remember, so it was a weird show. It was at that place, brick and mortar. And it was, I think it was, <laughs> it was one of their, early and this was the original lineup of my band too so this is a while ago and it was like i think they hadn't done that many shows there yet or it was like a newer venue and it's like part of this you know the new san francisco or whatever but uh i remember we played before you guys and i had a bunch of technical difficulties i don't know what was going on like i couldn't i thought it was like either my guitar jack or the jack on the fuzz pedal or something but it was just like 
the guitar signal was just like super fucking weak and I couldn't figure it out. And it was just really frustrating. And then you guys got, but I was pretty, we were opening. So I was, you know, pretty, pretty with it or whatever, you know, uh, drinking wise or, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it just was like one of those annoying things at that point right, for me. Yeah. And then you guys played and then you had a bunch of technical difficulties, but you were super fucked up. So you like pushed this like amp stack over and like knocked off all the shit off the stage and then like ran outside and then we didn't see you for a while and then we got in the van and you were like running down the street screaming and then you came up to the van and you like you're like grabbed on the door and you're like what are you guys doing what's going on Ah!" and we're like oh we're gonna just go to sleep and you're like ah and then you just like ran off or whatever (laughs) And then, and then, like, and then, like a week later, oh, I, I was down at Future Music, and like <laughs> Ty was bringing in the amp, the amp that you had like pushed off the thing, and yeah, and uh, and uh, he was like, I was like, oh, what, what's up with that amp? He's like, oh, it got all fucked up. I was like, oh, that's that Chad, like pushed that thing off the stage or whatever, <laughs> or onto the back of the stage or some shit. And I just remember thinking, like, man, if that was my amp, I would have fucked that motherfucker up <laughs> so bad. Like, I don't even, I like, that's like what I'm trying to remember. Like, was that really Ty's amp? Because I feel like I wouldn't do that. It might have been, well, it might, maybe it was like a shared situation, but he was bringing it in to get repaired after that had right. happened because it got fucked up. Damn. But my point. <laughs> what a dick. I'm such a dick. My point being is that, like, you see that shit when it happens you know and then and then you just think like oh that guy's crazy or that guy's like or that's funny or like or that's like rock and roll or whatever yeah and then like a year later i was you know seeing you now and just thinking like oh you know like the the dude was just like going through some shit you know for sure you know but you don't think about that at the time at the time it's just like it's funny or whatever again okay so yeah this this time i definitely was like what we're talking about, like, I'm like 25. I don't know. Something like that. How old are you now? It must have been like 20, 30. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, five or six years ago. 25. That's a yeah, long time ago, that, fuck. And we, that was our first show, it was like a three piece, and I was so fucking nervous. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Mike, Mike Schoen. Yeah. From OCs. OCs came up and was like, You want some drinks, man? And he, like, kept buying me. Fucking Long Islands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. So by that, so by the time we got on stage, yeah, I just was I don't like, remember. I'm I, out. I guess I didn't, you know, that's the other thing is you don't think, I didn't realize you were like 25 at the time because yeah. it's like, I mean, I was, I probably was doing that up until a few years ago. Not that, but I mean, worse than that. Mm-hmm. Way, way worse than that years ago. I mean, but like, you know, it's, it's, uh, when I was in my twenties playing shows and got kicked out of some bands, you know, for, you know, getting drinking, like to the point where I could barely stand up before the show, you know, and then getting up there and like Mm -hmm. smoking a cigarette on stage and thinking that that was, that was cool or whatever. That's the coolest man. (laughs) (laughs) Putting your cigarette on your like guitar strings. Yeah, exactly. Waiting for you. Well, I would, I would smoke it till the, till it ended and then i would flick it into the audience <laughs> and then i would light up another one right. and just do that the cool entire stuff. Sh- cool stuff cool guy stuff <laughs> and uh but it's you know it, it doesn't 
it doesn't the, the rest of the band doesn't appreciate it though <laughs> totally if they're not on the same level yeah, yeah and if they're all on the same level then you're really fucked totally because then no one's going to be able to drive the van home totally i mean there's since getting sober i think uh which wasn't overnight by the way you know what i mean it was like getting sober like i first started off being like oh, I'm not going to drink anymore because I can't. I'm just getting sick all the yeah. time. I think I'm just getting too old. Yeah. And then it was like, after not drinking for a bit, it was like, huh, like I kind of like do a lot of drugs. <laughs> it's like, maybe I shouldn't. Just like smoking weed or what? No, smoking weed. Dropping acid? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, taking shrooms and right. like, and then I like started getting into like heavier stuff. Yeah. You know, like on like, at the very tail end of everything it was like you know i had started working at we're not gonna say what what bar sure but i started working at a bar you, you know? started that was gonna ask you that so like did you start working at the at a bar <laughs> at a bar uh uh did you start working at the bar after you quit drinking no okay so you were drinking that, when that you was st- kind of part of the breakdown got it it was like got it i don't want to be seen i don't want to do music i'm out i'm gonna like just put me in a bar, put me in the back, washing dishes. Make me work at night. Yeah. But you were like, drinking though give then. Me a bunch of coke. Okay, yeah. Okay, and gotcha, like, obviously. And let me just forget. Right. Right. <laughs> it's a good place to go hide, you know, for a oh, little yeah. while. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see towns. I had a I'll big towns. beard. I was super fat. <laughs> My hair was blonde. It was like no one knew who I was. It right. Was tight. <laughs> <laughs> big beard. I smelled like people still talk about it. They're like, yeah, you smelled really bad. You're always sweating. I think I saw you uh, in. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put it all on you because I've made a, a number of equal, if not worse, mistakes. But I, I think I saw you at Whole Foods one time during that period, and I was just like, "Whoa, man, that guy is fucking out there, man!" <laughs> at least you were still going to Whole Foods, though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying. Yeah, um, I've I've been on tour though, and and like gone through towns where you're just like man this is this would be a good place to like get lost for a little while like get just lost. like fucking Dude. hide out for a That's minute thing, like man. you know get lost for sure yeah um what was i saying there? oh yeah uh oh well, i guess i guess my question was I, I i always wondered like you know working in a in a bar sober is is a weird mind fuck to me because oh right just because like i feel like being around drunk people when you're not drinking is is right. is, totally. is is hard for me as to why i i think you know my my daily life as far as that the alcohol intake is like so much less than what it used to be totally. as far as like you know drinking bottles of wine with dinner or just like drinking a six pack of beer like you know alone watching football or whatever or, yeah. you know I just don't do that anymore because of just I just don't like the way I feel totally. the next morning and I wake up in the middle of the night feeling weird and just like shit like that and then you get as you get older you start to go like you know you start to like uh, your body doesn't handle it as well as it used to mm-hmm. and then you just start to think like what am I doing I'm like wasting my time I'm wasting my body I don't feel good you know and exactly. but but for me it's hard to go to like you know, it's hard to go to a dinner party and sit there and like not have wine or something like that or, oh, or just yeah. to go out with your friends and drink, you know, or whatever. Like, I mean, that's, but that's just, uh, I don't know why that is other than, I guess what I'm trying to say is that working in a bar and being around a bunch of drunk people when you're sober seems really difficult to me. It is and it isn't because what, 
you realize is that after a while being sober, you're like, oh, wow. Like people get drunk in like a split second. Like when you're getting drunk, I feel like you like once you're like wasted, you're like, dude, that night was so long. What a crazy night. (laughs) But like literally this happens in like two minutes. Yeah. Like you see a person and they're just sitting there like, oh, yeah, I'll have another one. Thanks. And then next like two minutes, they're like, dude, do you like play in a band? And like, (laughs) do you want to like jam? These are your Instagram people. Whoa. <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just like, they it gets so, they get like, they become like a big dumb baby. Like, yeah. In two minutes and then in another like four minutes, they're gone. Yeah. And then that's it. And it's, it's over. Like, you know, it's like, it's way less dramatic than what you think in your mind, you know, like, especially when you're drunk. And I think that's another thing that I, have to try to remember because like getting sober you know like i i look back at like my 20s you know and like being in a band and, th- and thinking about being on tour and being so fucked up all the time yeah. i'm like or even just so high all the time i'm like damn i'm like i hope i don't know like i i don't know i i think i've gone to like ty or gone to like charles and i've been like dude if i i don't know if i ever was super annoying i'm sorry you know like and i think i i had this feeling a lot where i wanted but that's like part of the people. 12 steps thing it is right yeah Something like it's like, like the you're not you never did that no, stuff yeah no. but you just were like fuck it i'm done i was thinking about doing it but then like talking with a, a lot of people i just thought it wasn't for me right. i think that's for a lot more like people that need it you know yeah people that really need it right i feel that way i mean that that was my thing with like cigarettes you know the only thing that i really ever was like addicted to like i've never felt like i've i've definitely been like fuck i like made a mistake with alcohol that night or i did something really stupid when i was drunk Mm -hmm. um but i never felt like i had to get drunk to like have a good time or i didn't feel like i needed alcohol to like feel normal i did feel like i always had to like have cigarettes all the time and I just felt addicted to cigarettes you know but it was like I just one day just stopped I mean that's another story I've already told it but I just stopped smoking as opposed to like the I never tried the gum I never tried the patch I never like Mm -hmm. not that there's AA for cigarettes because AA is basically just people smoking but like but you go like you're like you've been you just got get up get up in the morning you go surf right yeah i mean but i can't do that every day right you know? yeah, I, mean, yeah. I wish you know? i mean that was like a thing for me that i realized that like helped went with the cold turkey stuff i yeah. don't know if this was the same for you but like just like i started i started just working out yeah like constantly yeah and that was like that felt so good yeah it still feels so good you know what i mean like, that's what i'm doing now like now it's like i work out every day and yeah. and and then go from the it, if I don't work out, I go surfing. If I don't go surfing that day, I definitely work out. But uh, the and now it's gone from like get rid of cigarettes, cut down on alcohol to like a normal amount or whatever mm-hmm. that is for yourself, and then try to like eat better too. You know, mm-hmm. that's the that's the next totally, thing. Yeah. You know, because I'm like a totally like cheeseburger dude. Like whenever Same. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been hard. The thing that I figured out with myself with the alcohol thing is if I before I go out or bef- if before the night comes, if if I make the decision that I'm not going to get drunk, then I'm totally fine. 
if I don't tell myself that and I just go out, I'm just going to drink until I can't drink anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's just a weird, I don't, it's just a weird thing to not have that control. You know, I just drink until I'm ready to pass out. Right. You know, Yeah. yeah. but if I go, I'm just going to have one drink tonight or I'm going to like chill or whatever, or I'm going to drive, then I just don't, you know? Yeah. But I have to tell myself that. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't really have <laughs> moments. I mean, definitely, like, I don't really go out anymore. Yeah. Know, but, like, when I do, I mean, I'm just fine with my soda water. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, like, my thing now. So, when you got when you got back, okay, so when you got out of this thing and you figured out, you got comfortable again. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, and then you started to, you started to make music again. Well, yeah, I mean, I had been... I had been like pretty much like for a year now I've been writing just like yeah just constantly writing and I kind of wanted to write stuff about what was going on you know with me or at least like represent it um not try to be like so like point blank with like my lyrics or something like that mm-hmm. didn't get out of bed today <laughs> <laughs> Watch doing, Netflix all day. Start doing country, mo- yeah. modern country. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I've been writing and basically I have I've just like basically what's what's happened is like I have a bunch of material now, right? right. You know, and like I got. I think finally getting sober and like it made me like realize things about everything that had been going on. It was like, okay, well, you know, man, I've been like super destructive since I was like 13 or something. Maybe this is too intimate. No, 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 nothing (laughs) too intimate. This is only, uh, this is only going on the internet. So, right. Uh, (laughs) yeah, I've been like super destructive, you know, since I was like 13, you know, I don't know. Angry kid, you know, yeah. rock and roll kid, fucking punk kid. I know we inter- I interviewed you before about you grew up in Pasadena. Yeah, Monrovia. Or Monrovia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I say Pasadena. Um, and, but in in your in you your mom lives in Pas- your mom still lives out there. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And where's your dad? No idea. No idea. That's why. <laughs> That's why you were destructive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I was angry guy. Right. Angry boy. You're angry because you your dad wasn't around. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. That, that I mean, like, as you know, if, as from my professional, <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry because my dad was around. So, right? Yeah, I think that like that like probably pushed it, but I I think it pushed me to degree to become like you know that kid that like spikes spiky hair and skateboards. Sure. Don't and, touch me. You need. You're yeah. like a porcupine. Yeah, like you're like a little baby. You're like, like a little the, soft meat. Yeah, but with like quills yeah, protecting you. Start wearing like black clothes. And mm-hmm. to, like, you still are not. Yeah, you're, yeah, still, you're still doing all that. Still that guy. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, maybe that's you know maybe that's the breakdown and the election and the sobriety. Maybe that's just turned me back into being angry. <laughs> right. Maybe. Who knows? I think the whole world is angry. I think the whole world is getting like sobering up you know a little bit I think sure i see it a lot more now yeah well you got to be 
you got to be sober to make the right decision. I think you got to yeah. be you got to be Party's on your over. toes uh, as far as uh, the political world and and sort of like what's going on with like you know men and women and and uh, uh, minorities and yeah. you know everything. You got to be like you got to be somewhat sober these days and take everything seriously totally. because if you don't you're going to make a mistake and you're going to get called out for it. And people are going to, I mean, this is what we were talking about earlier before the podcast with the right. bar. It's like, if you're not sober and you're not ready to handle a situation these days, there's a lot more ramifications than, you, you know, you don't want to look fucked up. Yeah. Like when, well, even so fucking what we're talking about, like the fucking brick and mortar show thing. It's just like, yeah, you know, like totally. that was only five or six years ago, you know, and I was doing fucked up shit on stage 10 years ago that like mm -hmm. no one was recording it with the cell phone, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. now it's just like, Oh, look at how fucking this guy's a dick. Cause he like was drunk and like fucking cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, look what right. an asshole. Like, Oh, let's not let this guy do anything or, for or, sure. or anyone, you know, for yeah, that yeah. matter. Like, you know, like people will be, let's say something fucked up to some other driver now and they start recording and then they say all sorts of fucked up shit and then it's just like everyone's like sure. fuck this person and it's just like i don't think it's right what these people are doing but like you got like there's got to be this empathy for like fuck man like i i think about it when i think about you and just myself too it's just like man you know you don't know what that person's going through at that time when right. they did that thing yeah. you know and totally. so hopefully there's some sort of redemption for yeah. it you know so anyways anyways you're writing I'm writing. Uh, You're recording other bands too. I am recording other bands. When did? You, how did you get into that though? Like, well, I've been I've been recording. Uh, I feel like you, I keep hearing about it, but it's like sort of like built up. It like started like real yeah, small, yeah. and then you right. kind of like ramping it up. I've been recording since I don't know. I was 19, mm -hmm. you know, but I definitely like being such on the road and such a you know drunken bastard mm -hmm. <laughs> put it on the like you know on the back burner sure and then slowly i just started like getting into it again and you know bands would come i i would go to see bands like oh you guys need someone to record you like mm -hmm. i'd be do i'd gladly do it um and you know it's just it's like a a second passion of mine you know recording bands and i know how to do it so, but you just taught yourself how to do it. No, no, no. I went to school. For oh, it. you did. Yeah, oh. yeah, a, a oh. long time ago. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that was like maybe I only, knew that. The only schooling that I have, is right? Like that, and for a while before I was uh, playing around America and Europe, it was like I was a sound. I was a boom operator. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> On like commercials or shit? Or commercials no. and especially Funny or Die. Oh, okay. I was like, Funny or Die is like sound guy. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. For like two years, I think. Wow. But I also definitely fucked up doing that because I was like 20 mm -hmm. or something. I was like too young to be doing that, you know? Right. And like, you wanted to do the band things. first and then do the, yeah, that totally. sort of shit later. Totally. Yeah. That's like college, though. It's like everyone's got. It blows my mind that you're like expected to go to college when you're like 18. You know, like it's definitely weird. It's insane. It's definitely you know. Weird. It's like I could go to college now. I yeah. couldn't go to college. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I couldn't go to college then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no fucking way. I'll I'm do like, it now. Yeah, I'll do it now. now. 
He'll give me a fucking scholarship. I'll go to fucking DeVry tomorrow. What time's <laughs> class? 8 a.m.? Cool, I ain't drinking tonight. Fuck yeah, I'm there. I'll solder some shit together. Like, whatever. Science me up. But, like, <laughs> I'm talking about, like, when I was 18, there's no way I could sit no in way. class and, like, yeah. go after high school. Like, you're yeah. going to be like, cool. Now you don't have to go to school anymore. Do you want to? Fuck no. No way. When I was 18, yeah, I went to film school first. And then well, at least you had like, at least oh, you were down here and you had some like that's I mean, that's somewhat like interesting even then if you're like, I'm going to make movies or I'm going to fucking get into music or whatever, like recording right. engineering or something like that. At least that's like kind of if but like to go to like business school. I don't know. That's is that a thing? Business school. <laughs> I think some people are just so I don't know. Well, it's expected advanced. of them, but I feel yeah, they're advanced. <laughs> but, something. I think, I but then I think they slow. fucking crash and burn when they're like forty, you know. For sure. And they're yeah. like, because I know dudes that were like older than me that worked at like worked at like the record label I worked at and things like that, and you know, and and they had kids and then they got divorced and like yeah. you know, not to say that like that doesn't happen to everybody, but I just feel like you know you get that like. If you haven't done that that thing you want to do, like, and, and then it gets to the point where you feel like you're running out of time, you can fucking oh, like totally. freak out. You, you know, definitely have to do whatever your brain is telling you to do. Yeah, you know, like you yeah. have to listen to the animal inside of you. Right. Definitely I'm the animal. Go to college tomorrow. Like, I have to get. I have to go. I have to try. Yeah, you have, have to, to travel. travel. Yeah, yeah. I have to go. Does it freak you out? But when was the last time you were on tour, though? Last time I was on tour was a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's not that long ago. Yeah. yeah. Last okay. time I was on tour was. This has been, been a year. It seems a lot longer. Another year. I know. Right. Yeah. It seems like it's you, you really you really packed a lot of <laughs> transformation in here. <laughs> yeah. 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 I work quickly. <laughs> With life transformation uh-huh what, what do they call it what's like a, like a, it's like a butterfly or something or uh what do they call that like uh metamorphosis sort of oh. situation maybe or, yeah yeah, yeah. like a, you're like a pupa yeah <laughs> you were a pupa when i saw you in whole foods you had a, the right you had the look of a pupa you were a yeah. little greasy you're a little shiny beard yeah and then you were like and you hatched and then I hatched. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, does it freak you out to get in the van again, though? No, I think I'm looking forward to it. To yeah. be honest, you're I, ready. I'm ready. I mean, I have. Do you have a band? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Not after this comes out, but. Yeah, not after this. <laughs> not after they hear this, it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. Is it a meat bodies thing, or is it is it a different thing? I'm still, that's the thing is I, you don't know. I still, I'm going to do Meat Bodies. You are. Yeah. I have a Meat Bodies album lined up. Right. In fact, I technically kind of have like two, but like, and then I also have, I've been trying to in, like embark on doing like a solo thing. Right. Um, this is, and this is, you were playing, I know you were playing, it's funny because you, <laughs> We had that show that got canceled and you were texting me and you were like, hey man, you can play at this other bar and I'll run sound, which I thought was really sweet of you because oh, uh, yeah. you're the only, one of the only people that sort of reached out about that. But you're like, you can play at this other bar and I'll run the sound. And then I wrote you back and I was like, but you're playing another show that night. And you're like, oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I was playing a show that night. 
I thought that was nice of you, though, to reach out, even <laughs> even though it was completely... It totally uh, was funny to show that night. It was completely unhelpful, but it was, your heart was in the right place. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with, like, the solo thing. It's, it's like, I can just be kind of whatever about it right now. You yeah. Know I mean, like, no one... I'm not expecting people to come to the shows or anything, so it's it feels great to, like, I can just play these, like, songs that, like, I put so much effort into without thinking, like oh, but I have to make sure people like it or something, you know, like... Well, it's hard to do as a band because if you say, oh, we're going to do a meat body... Because I, I I remember when Ty first started doing those shows at the Griffin. Yeah. The idea behind that originally was like, oh, we're going to get up here and we're going to like work some shit out Workshop, on stage, yeah. like a comedian almost. Yeah. Uh, but it's really hard with a band to do that without having expectations. There's fucking flies in here today. Uh, There's expectations from the audience. Mm -hmm. And especially when people know who you are, even it's a fucking free show, they still are there to be entertained. And so when it's like, when, when you're trying to do something that might not work, it's a lot of pressure to, yeah, I know fucking, I don't know why these flies are in here. Um, it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself to, to, to come up with something that makes you happy, but also is entertaining. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, but if sure. you're doing a yeah. solo show yeah. at a small bar or something like that, people can show up and have a drink and watch you. And if they don't like it, who gives a fuck? Right. You know, it's, you're it's, just workshopping. It, yeah. It'd be totally, I'd be totally stoked to people are like, yeah, I heard that new Chad solo stuff. Like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What the hell is he doing? What what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like kind of the intent. I don't know. I think there's this like, uh, I think there's this kind of like a, people are expecting me to like come out and be like, yeah, here's this like super fast rock and roll thing. But it's like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to like adhere to just that. You know what I mean? Like. It's just going to be different. I mean, that's the whole like point of the meat bodies thing in general is just to always make something different from the last. You know? Yeah. I don't ever want to make the same album twice. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I will. Who knows? Who gives a fuck? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and what about like the fuzz stuff? Fuzz. Um, I've heard that fuzz is. Um, I'm just asking like, you questions that I saw on Instagram now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. <laughs> Just I've wrapping heard, it up here yeah, with a yeah. few uh, questions from the Instagram. I got I get I got text messages asking to ask you these things. So no, really? No, 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 okay. no. <laughs> God damn it! That would be so scary. Um, I've heard that Fuzz is like uh, talking about getting back together, right? Or at least like starting to workshop stuff. So. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that, you know, Charles is like attempting to do it. So mm-hmm. I've been seeing him down in the practice space alone. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's back. Yeah. So well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. So what are you working on now then? I got some meat body stuff. Yeah. And I got some solo stuff. I think. And you're recording some other people. I'm recording other people. Yeah. Yeah, recording other bands. Maybe I'll record your band if this doesn't work out with that. 
studio. <laughs> that's what that's what I initially was writing you about in the first place, and then and then I then I figured we might as well uh, oh, for sure. we might as well uh, yeah. catch up because I I saw that our, our you were recording with our friend Michael, and I was really interested to hear. Oh. I was really interested to hear that because um, oh, yeah. I worked with him a bunch over the years in different restaurants and stuff, and and I and I like him a lot, and so I wanted to I want to hear what I want to hear what you guys did as soon as he's ready. Yeah. There we go. Got him. Got the fly. Nice. All right. Anything else you want to say? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Any more questions? I don't know. Any I think more, I think I I think more grand questions. I think I asked you like pretty much, you know, I, I asked you what the fuck happened to you, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. You did. <laughs> I hope I answered that correctly. I think you did. Okay. Well, I just I just wanted wanted to say that I always I always thought you were a really sweet guy and I and, oh, I, and I and I and I did care enough about you even though I never see you or it's not like right, we hang yeah. out but I cared enough about you to want to know what what was going on with you well, and not yeah. just for course, fucking not just for the podcast and not just to entertain yeah, people yeah. but I think it's interesting I think I think it like I think I think knowing what other people are thinking about or going through like helps mm-hmm. people you know to. In a way, the same way we were talking about, like, oh, this song, like, meant something to somebody, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, I think when I saw your Instagram thing and I saw how many people were asking you questions about, like, you know, about you and what's going on, I was like, oh, man, like, people are curious. (laughs) Yeah. This guy's got something to say. Right. I mean, it's a hard time. I think it's a hard time for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's affecting everyone and different ways and it definitely affected me in a big way to the point of trying to change something you know and like i think this new stuff that i'm writing i think can hopefully can be a conduit for a lot of people you know like to you know identify with you know and maybe maybe feel the same since it's such a hard time well it's hard too because i think Um, people want People want you I think to. People also want something different. To be honest, I think they do. And but then there's also that th- that thing of people want. They know you as this one thing, and they want you to be that one thing. Right. And so when you're not, it's like it's confusing or whatever. Of and so of and so it's it takes it takes courage to like do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel very content with what I am doing right now as far as like music goes Mm -hmm. but but if i were to do something else i could see it being uh, a process of like trying to figure out how to do that you know and so i i find it interesting when when someone decides they're going going to do something different Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know totally because it's not easy no no it's not it's definitely not easy, but it's definitely, it can't be like, it can't be forced, you know, to like, yeah. oh, I'm going to do something different. Uh, you know, it's like, I think it, there's got to be like a change within you or something's got to happen. I was watching that documentary on uh, The Damned. Oh, I haven't seen that one. It's really good. I don't, I don't really like, I music documentaries are really hard for me to w- watch these right, days because yeah, yeah. I feel like. They're just a little too close to home and the like the band breakup stuff is always the same sure. and it's always just yeah. like kind of makes you uncomfortable and also kind of totally. makes you like 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 these people less not cuz not cuz 
not because they're bad people or whatever. It's just that they're all this. Everyone's the same, right. you know. And yeah, it's yeah. just like someone it that you humanizes people to a point where you're like, oh, there's nothing special. Yeah, <laughs> and it's hard. So it's like it takes a band like the Dam that I that I find so interesting that I'll actually watch like the the documentary of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where uh, the drummer Rat Scabies is talking about how they like finally had like made it to the point where they thought they had made it you know they had yeah. struggled for years and years and years and they got to the point where they were like okay we've made it we have like a fancy studio we have fancy gear we have roadies we have people like taking care of everything we have a big studio we're gonna like record and then they all sat down and they were just like oh wait we don't have any songs you know <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah <laughs> i feel like that's such a real thing that happens yeah even for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. What, where can you watch that documentary? I, uh, you know what? I want to recommend it to everybody because what I did is I signed up for Night Flight. Okay. Do you know Night Flight? No. Night Flight was like a channel in the 80s and 90s, and I think it started in the 70s actually, where they would just show like weird music documentaries, mm-hmm. weird uh, cult films, weird horror films, and stuff. And they just basically took their whole archive and they put it up on Roku, and it's five bucks a month, and it's like all this amazing stuff that you could maybe find on YouTube, but like that's the only place you're going to find this stuff, you know? It's and there's tons of great shit out there, oh. yeah, tons of great documentaries, tons of like great, like. Uh, weird like 90s interviews and stuff they have like all the old dr ruth shows up there like you know like that's so rad jerry seinfeld on dr ruth in 1986 like yeah stuff like the anthrax on dr ruth like that's so all the like weird like kind of public access shit you know so i want to see those i i I watch a lot of those yeah like the rupaul oh yeah on Geraldo, I think. Oh, yeah. Anything like that, you know, back yeah. in the day. All that stuff was, yeah, it that stuff uh, doesn't exist in the way that it used to, you know, because of the internet or whatever. But, like, having something with all of that archive that you can queue up is pretty amazing. For sure. So I got to recommend that. I got to call them after that and see if they'll sponsor the podcast or something like that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Night Flight. Yeah. Well. Yeah, Night Flight. Night Flight. Sponsor yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's good. Okay. Cool. All right, buddy. Thanks. <laughs>